your kitty kitty. She's so busy. So, so you could actually just put me down because I gotta get that spring over there. <laughs> like I have to explore. This podcast is going great already. Oh, we're recording? I did not even know that. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were just playing with the kitten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we smoked and now we're trying to record, but at the same time. There's the kit- a kitten. There's a the kitten room. in the room. And so it's- what are we gonna do? <laughs> oh no. We're weirdos. So we are the weirdos, mister. We are the weirdos. Um, isn't that from like the craft? It is from the craft. Oh, Good job. Yes. Careful, the weirdos are out. We are the weirdos, mister. But you think he could tell that they were the weirdos. I know, yeah. I, if I would have seen those girls, I'd have been like, those are my kind of people. Weirdos. Yep. yep. Although, I don't know. There's a little bit. Those are teenagers. Yeah. Let's just chalk it up to them being 17. Because there's a lot of ex- extra weird stuff that, like, if it was a 30-year-old woman, I'd be like, ma'am, we need you to calm down. But for teenagers, you know, we'll let it slide. <laughs> she fell. He's Okay. <laughs> There's a crack over there. Yeah, there's there's a kitten in the room and we can't focus. Okay, so what are we smoking? Uh, I've got hangover haze in the pen that I probably am not allowed to hit anymore. Nope. Because I'll cough. Yeah. And then I have to edit that out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Is she climbing up your back? She's climbing up my back. Yeah. But it's cute, but it still hurts. Yeah, she's ferocious. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to post pictures of her. This is the kitten. Kitten. That I'm going to keep out of the litter that my Maggie Gill had. And her name is Bet after Bette Midler. And Maggie is Maggie after Maggie Smith. And if you understand the reference, it's good for you. Good for you. Um, I don't know what I'm smoking. I think I'm smoking that minty haze. Okay. It was just weed that was still in my pipe. And I was like, I'll just take a couple hits of this. Was it was it both minty and hazy? I really can never tell with these names. <laughs> like... The only one that I'm like, oh, wow, I can definitely taste what they're trying to portray Yeah, is um, sunshine cannabis or something. Mm. Um, and it tastes like citrusy. So mm-hmm. that's the only weed that I've ever had where, like, it tasted like what it was being called. Some of those names remind me of, like, nail polish names or, like, lipstick names. Yeah. Where it's like, Amber Rush. And you're like, where are we rushing to with this nail polish? Why are we in a hurry? Obviously, it's... Sativa. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that would be a sativa. <laughs> but, like, all kind of stuff like that. It always just reminds me of... And, like, men's deodorants. Axe. Yeah. Pure sport! <laughs> like, what is pure sport? Smell like. Because I don't think it smells like that. No, I think it smells it's bad. so stinky. <laughs> it's for the people with... Who, like, do sports things? Yes. Do sports Can you imagine? What if you married into a family that does, like, triathlons? Yeah. That would be terrible. I would be, um... The side with the little bullet saying you can I do it. I would still be in bed. But no, I feel like I'm dying. I like I did five Ks for a while. Why are you running? Because it was fun. I mean, the fun ones were fun, but there was one I I did a five K after drinking the night before, and I was a little bit hungover. And there was a guy who fucking looked like Santa Claus, and he was <laughs> he was hagging me about it. He's like, you're going to let Santa Claus beat you? And I was like, I feel like I'm about to throw up. I'd have been like, well, since Santa Claus doesn't fucking exist. Oh, spoiler alert. I shouldn't yell that out in the world. But any hizzle, I'd have, that's what I would have said to that man. Like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. You don't even, you're not real. You're a figment of my imagination. You're a hallucination, Santa. That would have been hilarious. Just make him think you're fucking nuts. Just be like, you're not really here. And then keep running. <laughs> <laughs> you're not real. <laughs> Adam, Stop following me! 
out of all the things that like we talk about on this podcast, you're just like Santa Claus is real. Wait, you might want to like not listen to this. Like <laughs> yeah, Santa's not real. Well, I try not to say those things out loud. Yeah. Because, you know, I have a kid and you never know. You'd rather him hear about murder. That's real. Yeah. And like Santa's fun. Mm-hmm. That's you know, I also tell him that you can drown in the river. Well, that's... And okay. the Easter Bunny's real. That was a long, weird way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was having trouble following it. Okay. Um, oh, so me and Philip, we saw some UFOs. Where? Yeah. At uh, your house? No, no, no. Uh, we went to uh, the Pensacola Pier. After, like, a date, we went to the Kennedy to, like, have a, a drink because it looked very fancy. And mm-hmm. it was fancy and expensive. Oh. Um, and so we literally had, like, one drink. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, woo. Um, and then we went to the Pensacola Pier, and we're sitting there, and we're looking at the water, and we're looking at, like, oh, that's where the lighthouse is, that's where this building is, oh, that's where the fort, you know. What you do when you're looking at the water, you try and figure out, like, points of I interest. I do that. You don't? No. No? I look at the water. <laughs> I mean, I do that, too. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, after, like, 15 minutes of looking at the water, you have to talk about, like, something. But there's more water. I know the cat's I know. She's, she's so distracting. Oh, my gosh. She's attacking my arm. I'll get you. (laughs) And like Dina's like looking at my face, looking down at the kitten, looking at my face. I'm like, yeah, it's hard. (laughs) Dude, when I'm in the hammock on the front porch, she likes to grab onto like my bottom Mm -hmm. and swing. (laughs) Like she hangs. And then I have to pull her up and set her in the hammock. And then she sits in the hammock with me and and goes to sleep. Yeah. Aww. Kitten. Yeah, she she really has come out of her shell now that all the other kittens are gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that she was just not going to be competing for attention. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now that there's no competition, she's like, okay, well, now you guys can let me step into the spotlight and see how bright I can shine. Mm-hmm. And good for her. Don't compete for attention. Nope. If you're not the main character in someone else's life, get out their life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> UFO. <laughs> Back to aliens. Back to aliens. <laughs> but, like, we were, you know, looking at the sky. And then I looked at the sky and I was seeing, like, a line of stars, quotation, lights, whatever. It was the size of stars. Yeah. And it was, like, a line. And they were, like, evenly spaced. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a straight line. Like, I could have got a fucking ruler and drew yeah. a line. And they were, like, moving from, like, left to right. I just did that right. Wrong. Right to left. <laughs> okay. And... I was, like, looking at it, and I'm, like, are they moving? Because they were going very slow. And I'm, like, no, they're totally moving. I was, like, Philip, do you see those lights there? And he's, like, yeah. He's, like, oh, my gosh. What is that? Like, oh, my gosh. And so, like, we couldn't tell where we're starting. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, all, like, going the same speed, same, like, distance. Like a convoy. Yes. Like a convoy. Oh, my god! They're going to finally move in. Oh. I saw something on TikTok about how, like, 60 Minutes released something about the government talking about UFOs and like and like that they had made contact or something like that like we had made contact I know that but I couldn't find anything else about it so it might have just been TikTok being silly maybe though I mean the government did release like a crap load of documents that's what I'm saying is it's like hold up hold up hold up I feel like that bears further research I need to like that's something I want to look at maybe that will be my next alien podcast would be like the documents that got released yes Yes! If that could be your next alien podcast, that'd be legit because I'm too lazy to research it myself, but I'm very interested to know like, about it. Well, now my brain is like, what was all in that document? Because it yeah. was like 150 pages yeah. or something. It read was it. huge. Read it! Yeah, I'm going to... I'll make sure. I'm probably me. actually not going to read it. I'm probably actually going to just 
skim it. Watch <laughs> watch some YouTubers who react to it. Because, you know, there's probably a shitload of people talking about right, it. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what? I need to know more about it. Get their that. take. Because they're more educated than I am. Yeah. So, anyway, lights in the sky. But when they went to, like, to, to the right, eventually, like, I couldn't see them anymore. Like, they, they were, like, spinning a little bit, moving around a little bit, like, not in a line anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of, like, went away. Faded out. Yeah, they faded out. And then, so I was like, I was like, that's they really cool. They took a sharp left away from here. Probably. <laughs> they were like, mm, never mind. <laughs> but I was That like, looks ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll stop at the next exit. Especially if they're above Pensacola. Um, yeah, we... Awkward. Yep. Um, <laughs> but How do you feel getting rejected by aliens? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I, I I don't blame them. I know. I agree with them. I would if I had the option. Yeah. But I was like, oh man, that was really cool. I wonder what it was. And felt like that was aliens. <laughs> and I was like, obviously. I was like, no, it was probably like drones or something. Like I oh, mean, yeah, I guess we're right next to NAS. This is the military. So I, was I mean, great like, military, gay military, but also, like, we mess with us. Yeah. Make it obvious. Do, like, red, white, and blue flashing lights so we know it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make it real obvious. Like, oh, that's the military. We don't need to worry about Because everyone's worried about them. I mean, not. I'm not worried about them. I'm kind of hoping they come. But. Yeah, I'm not worried about them. Other folks are probably worried. <laughs> She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, literally every five seconds. She's just the cutest kitten. She's loving my pants. Yeah. She's named after Bette Midler. She's got things to do. Yeah. Is she looking for the stage? Always. Yeah. So anyway, so that was technically my first UFO sighting. But I was just like, it was drones. And he's like, aliens. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if any of y'all saw it, it was Thursday, June 29th, probably around 10-ish. I don't know. By the Pensacola Pier. I'm just guessing on the time. I don't remember. I'm like, drinks? It was dark. <laughs> So it's definitely after 8.30. Um, oh, yeah. What? What? I was going to do another thing, but let's get on to our shit. Our stuff. Our shit? Our shiz nipple? Yeah. Our shiz nipple. Shiz nipple. Yeah. Okay. That's a word I made up. Okay. You're welcome. Spread the word. We're going to make it happen. Unlike Fetch. Because Fetch is not going to happen. Nope. Stop making My sister says Fetch to me all the time. <laughs> and every time she says it, I say, stop trying to make Fetch happen. So I don't know if maybe Gen Z is trying to make it happen. Is that what they are after us? Gen Z? Yeah. Yeah. Gen X is before us. And then boomers. So it's boomers X, which is like our moms. Mm-hmm. We're millennials. And then there's Gen Z. And then my kid is alpha. Oh, cool. Generation alpha. And I was like, dude, for a kid obsessed with wolves, he was thrilled to hear that. Yeah. He was like, I'm from the alpha generation, mom, so you can just shut your face. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. let's get it. Let's, let's understand who you're talking to here, mom. She's so interested in this. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to hear about stuff? Are you ready to hear about spell work, Bet? <gasps> She's like, yes, I She's yeah. so excited, you guys. She says, I'm named after Bette Midler. Of course I'm ready to hear about spell work. Let's discuss. We will. This is as focused as she's been in a while. I know. She's like all the way ready to listen. Are you a little witchy cat? Of course you are. She says, yeah. I just am a witch in a cat body. You didn't know. But now you know. So I think that should be our official mascot. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about spell work today. And I said in like the first episode that my biggest thing with stuff like this was just to give you the buzzwords to kind of launch you off to do your own research. Mm -hmm. Because I don't like telling people how to do things, but I will tell you how I do things or how I 
conceptualize things, mm-hmm. how I understand them, in hopes that it will help you. But I'm not telling you what to do or how to do anything. I'm yeah. putting that in here right now. Because it's one of my favorite things about this stuff is because everything is like, don't stress out about it. Yeah. And I'm not telling you this is the right way to do it or the only way to do it or anything like that. Especially with spell work, it's very personal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think. Because I think making up your own spells is best. She's falling asleep. I'm already boring her. <laughs> she's nodding. Like, her head's, like, going down. She's, she's going <laughs> to All right. The soothing voices of her mommy. Her mommy. I guess I'm her grandma. Yeah, you are. If Maggie's oh your God, I'm already a grandma. <laughs> I'm 16. I'm a grandmother. <laughs> so, the books and stuff, and, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> we are not doing a great job with her in here. Oh my god, it's like, she like closed her eyes and her head goes like back. <laughs> She's a drunk. Put her right here. She'll curl up and go to sleep. Okay, so the books and the internet and all that fun stuff, they will tell you to start with, like, centering and grounding. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that. <laughs> I should just go ahead and say now. I know how to, and I understand why to, but I don't specifically, like, cast a circle. And a lot of them will tell you, like, create a sacred space mm-hmm. When you're going to start doing your spell work, mm-hmm. right? You cast a circle of light around yourself to keep anything negative or not aligning with your intentions out of your space. Mm-hmm. And you fill it with the energy of what you're trying to achieve. That little circle. I have a dedicated altar space, so I don't do that because it's already ready mm-hmm. all the time for me, in my opinion, is what I think. But if you do want to cast a circle, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple thing to do. You stand there, you sit there in your space, and you just imagine yourself in a ring of light. And mm-hmm. it could be whatever color you choose. It doesn't matter. Um, you could even draw a physical circle with salt or chalk if you wanted to, if it was like you were doing a whole ass ritual. Okay. That's that's a thing. You could absolutely do it. Um, you want to like ground yourself before you start your spell work. I think a lot of people probably meditate. I don't do any of this. I'm, I'm very lazy. I'm very lazy. You're like, you should do this, but you know. You can do this. I'm not saying you should even. You don't have to. Do however you want to. If you feel like you're in the right headspace and physical space to do your spell work, do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow any rules. I've always taken like meditation as like, um, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. We're okay. Still we're still recording. Yeah. She, she walked on the computer. It's fine. We freaked out. But you've always taken meditation as, like... Oh, as, like, um, cleansing. So, like, you're supposed to cleanse all your tools. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess you could take a bath, which would be yep. kind of a form of meditation. Yep. You're chilling. Yep. You're, you're unwinding. Counts. Yeah, so, like, meditation, I see, is, like, kind of, like, a quick way to cleanse, you know, yeah. instead. When I'm feeling really crazy and I, like, really need to be grounded, I will just walk outside barefoot for, like, ten seconds and then walk back in. Mm-hmm. And I'll put my feet on the ground, and I will feel my feet on the ground. And I'll, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll stand there barefoot and feel them on the ground. But I don't do that before I start spell work. Mm-hmm. I don't do really anything. I just go and start spell work. <laughs> um, 
So you talked about cleansing and cleansing your tools and stuff. Another big thing of spell work is gathering your tools, right? And you, you do want to cleanse them. I, again, have mine on an altar at all times. So they are continually cleansed just from being there because mm-hmm. I do my work there anyway. Yeah. My daily stuff, like a, you know, you know what I'm saying. And then there, it's outside. So they get the moon and the sun and all that crap. Stuff. Great stuff. Not crap. Um, but you can also, you know, if you've just gotten something from the store that you want to use in a spell this afternoon. Right? Yeah. You could, if it's safe, run it under some water. That's cleansing. You unless can, it's amethyst. Right. Unless it, right. Unless it's something you can't run underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also use sage or palo santo smoke to cleanse it. Okay. And I have, I've never heard of the palo santo. Oh, palo santo is a tree from South America. That's a holy wood. Okay. Is what it directly translates. So you to. make wands out of it. Got it. You could make wands out of it. I use it for the same thing that most people use sage for. Got it. So it's kind of interchangeable with sage. I just don't like sage. I think it smells like crap. Probably because I'm a demon, which is fine with me. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to expel that demon that doesn't like sage because it smells gross. So I use Palo Santo in place of sage mm-hmm. whenever anything calls for sage. Yeah. So you can use that to smoke cleanse your tools. Sage makes me hungry. Sage grosses me out. I hate doing sage. We, uh, me and Philip, we went to the uh, Celtic Cauldron to do like a protection ball, mm-hmm. a witch ball. Yeah. And we put sage and rosemary in it. And, like, as I was putting it, I was like, oh, this smells like a chicken that, like, I seasoned really oh, yeah. nice. It, I was like, now I have to make that. See, I don't mind sage for, like, eating. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I think it smells good, but I hate it burning. Yeah. I, I don't th- like burning it. That's that's not unusual to hear. Yeah. <laughs> she really wants some of your soda. Yeah, she does not need my soda. This is very first. But, yeah, so you want to cleanse your tools however you do. And then you, like, get right down to it. So what, last time we talked about manifestation. So what is the difference, though, between manifestation and spell work? Because really all a spell is is an intentional thought. But, because that's all you actually need is, like, an intention to start your spell. Mm -hmm. You can use any tool you want for anything. Like, if you want to make a personal spell with this water bottle, you could figure that out. Okay. And it would be fine. And it would work. Because all you need is an intention. But the difference between manifestation and spell work is the action. And we talked about how manifestation is bringing intentions into the physical world. And like your dream boards, that's spell work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of the tools of manifestation, this manifestation movement, would regularly be considered spell work. So all those soccer moms are doing spell work. Yeah, if if you are practicing manifestation you are probably blurring the lines between that and spell work Mm -hmm. regularly because a spell can just be you getting in your car and saying i'm gonna make it to the next place i'm going okay and willing that Mm -hmm. and saying it out loud but that's also manifesting but a spell can also be you know you draw your circle of salt and you get your candles and you tie them together and you do a whole cord cutting Okay. And that is also manifestation. (laughs) So it's kind of like the whole square and rectangle thing. Yeah. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Or the other way around. A rectangle, no. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Yes. That's what it is. 
Perfect. So that's how spell work and manifestation are. It's very blurry between the two. Just the spell work is usually more, it's just that like extra oomph, the mm -hmm. extra step of the manifestation. Rather than just saying, I'm going to get to the next place safely, which is also part of the spell. Mm -hmm. We're being real. But, you know, you actually you say, I'm going to get to the next place safely, and you rub your blessed metal that you have hanging from your rear view. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So or Catholics. You, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> everyone, if you've blown out candles on a birthday cake, you're a witch. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> just so we're all clear. Because I can get real big mad about this, and I have on multiple occasions, how pissy people get about, that's pagan, that's bad, that's the devil. I'm like, yes, it all is. You're all doing it every fucking day. Capitalism is the devil. Come on. Yeah. Like, let's get real. Stop. I <sighs> oh, deep breath. Because I could go on and on about that. Because mm -hmm. it makes me really mad. Because pagans are literally just like, do whatever you want. It's all fine. Everything's fine. And people hate them. And I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one is bothering you. Yeah. And also, you're actually already doing it all the time. Yeah. So I don't understand why you're mad at me. You just label it under whatever. Yeah. You're just you want to. you're just pretending like it's not bad, but you 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 stole all these things. Yeah. From pagans. Yeah. Like pagans were here first. Everything that you've got is because of pagans. You're welcome. <laughs> like because pagan is just basically a non-christian person yeah it and is pagans were here first <laughs> yes so we can stop with the bad mouthing let's get over it any hizzle spell work because i will go off on that shit it makes me mad how about you tell me how you feel yeah no i shouldn't it'll be it'll that'll be the whole podcast it's just dina ranting and being angry that that, that people don't know their own fucking history that would be a <gasps> it's, it's really a different podcast Dina's rant <laughs> That's, That'll be the members only stuff yeah. Just Dina ranting mad Because it actually I don't rant mad very often mm -hmm. I say I do But like it's really like once a week That I'll get mad enough to rant Yeah, But that's why we should record them For posterity because it's wow. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever you Perform actions that symbolically express your intent, but have no direct physical connection between the action and its result. So that's where you can kind of unblur that line between manifestation and spell work. It's like manifestation is filling out the job application and turning it in, right? Okay. Spell work is blessing it before you turn it in. Okay. But they're both the same goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the spell work can add that extra oomph to your manifestation. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's how you can kind of unblur that line a little bit. Manifestation is kind of like, can be the mundane part of it. Mm -hmm. Like selling your house, right? Cleaning your house was the manifestation part. Okay. So that it could be ready for the photos. Now, if you'd gone through with Sage, that's the spell work part. Mm -hmm. But it's also manifestation. <laughs> Got it. So it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing, but it is the same thing. Just like everything else in religion. Well, it's kind of like uh, like lottery tickets. Yeah. Going to get a lottery ticket and saying this is going to be the winning ticket is man manifestation. Yeah. But like making a money bowl. Right. And putting it in there before you scratch it off. That's spell work. That's spell work. Yep. Yeah. You get it? You picking up what I'm putting down. Well, that's See? I literally do that with every lottery ticket I have. I have like a money bowl now. 
yeah. that I did with the last full moon. So, and like also, we see this in Christianity. They say like, you know what I mean? God will help you, but you have to do the work. Yeah. Like you can pray for pray to God and say, I really want to get this job. But you have to fill out the job application. Yeah. Same thing. Manifestation, spell work, praying, same thing. Got it. Everything's the same. Got it. And that's why we should not get angry about it and be mad that Starbucks hates Christmas or whatever. Yeah, Dana, you should not be angry about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's actually all I have to say about that. Okay. Oh, I do have more to say about that. I'm glad. Okay. Continue. Um, so when I say spell work can be really personal, there are 800,000 billion trillion written spells that people have written. There's books. They're on the internet. You can find one. You can find a spell for anything. But what I want to say to you is you can also tweak that spell for anything. So if you find a cool spell about selling your house, right? Yeah. You find a cool spell that's going to help you with that. But you're missing five of the ingredients. It's okay. Just make it up. Swap them out. Yeah, I mean, just making uh, a circle for a spell. Yeah. You can switch out, like, literally everything. Right. Like, water. It could yeah. be a candle. It could be... A cup, an empty cup. It could be actual water. It could be, mm -hmm. you know, this fragrance, you know. Yep. But that's what I mean. Is it saying, if you have something that you want to work a spell for, I would start with your books and internet searches. Maybe look up five. Five of those spells. And then tweak them with what you've got. And what you are actually able, energetically, to do. Because some spells will be like, you know, on the second Tuesday of October at 3.02 a.m., make sure that you're out there naked and running through the woods and, you know, make sure that you get cut by this specific type of bramble. You know, like some of them, they get a little crazy. Okay. I didn't realize you get my crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I have this really old spell book. I want to say it's from like the 60s. And it's the one you've probably seen it on the Internet. It's the one where it says, if you want to fascinate a woman, bring her cheese. I have not heard of that. Yeah, I have that spell book. Um, I have that spell book in my book, in my library over there. And that's one of the ones that's also like, when you're making a man pasta, put your period blood into it. Yeah. And it will keep him around forever. All you got to do is have sex with him while you're on the rag. Same results. Boom, done. Anywho. But yeah. Um... <laughs> You don't actually have to put it in their food. They will. They'll come get it. Don't worry. Men <laughs> yeah. are stupid. Like, I saw this <laughs> again online. Okay. There was a guy talking about, all oh, you guys are having sex with women on their periods not realizing that's blood magic. <laughs> and it's like, it is. It will. It will do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's how you can stop having sex with them while you're on your period. Oh. They'll lose it. Okay. Well, that's if you use it for the first part. Like, if that's how you use the spell. Like, when you met them, you had sex with them while you are on the rag, and so they become, like, infatuated with you. And then you stop having sex with them on the rag, and then they kind of run out of it, right? Yeah. So, like, okay. How did we get here in this conversation? I completely blacked out. Spells. And we were talking about spells, and we were talking about that crazy book. Right. Yeah, the crazy. So that's what I mean, though. <laughs> that's what that's what I mean, though. Is that's why I'm saying like look up like five, 
five different spells. Got it. That are all the kind of the same. And then sub it out for whatever suits you. Like, because I've seen also spells that say, you know, you need some weird plant that's only grown in East India by, like, this guy. And they'll say, like, this is the only one that'll work. No, it won't. Rosemary's fine. You can always use rosemary and clear, clear quartz for anything. Okay. You can use them as subs for whatever herb or crystal you need. Got and it. it will be fine. They will work. Rosemary. It's the wild card. Sage. Right. Because um, rosemary grows like a weed. And so I think that's why it's so Does it? kind of universal. Is I killed the crap out of my rosemary. No, dude. My mom has a rosemary bush in her yard that she has cut down to like nothing before. And it is now again five feet tall. Yeah, mine's not going so well. Oh. I'm just, I'm really bad. I'm definitely, like, not a garden witch. It is so ironic that you and I work in horticulture because I can't grow jack shit. I grew a squash, though. Oh, yeah, the door's not open. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I pointed to the squash. The no, door. There. I'm one using time, my x-ray vision right now. Yeah, one time I accidentally yeah. grew an onion in my pantry. It was, like, three feet tall before I noticed it back there. <laughs> it was <laughs> Pretty funny. And then I tried to plant it and it died. <laughs> so, yeah. You freaked it out. Yeah. I, did. I was like, I don't want this attention. <laughs> yeah. I was doing just fine in my coal in the back of the pantry. Now we all want to tell scary stories. Scary story time? Yes. Okay. Basically, I told, I said, do whatever the hell you want and do a spell and have fun. Got it. Got it. Mine was a money bowl. That was my first one. But I mean, I was like really having trouble because I'm like, is it a spell or is it like an intention? Like, because the money bowl. Yeah. Because it's, it's not really. Blurry. Yeah, because it's not really a spell because I'm not like casting a circle or anything like that. Just as I'm putting stuff in the bowl, I'm throwing my intentions into it. And I'm kind of like focused on like making this like a super positive like mindset and stuff like yeah, that. That's so, a spell. So, yeah. Even though you didn't cast a circle because, like I said, you know, whatever. Whatever. Do what you want. I literally <laughs> looked up, like, a couple of different, like, money bowl setups, and no one was saying cast a circle, anything like that. So I was like, well, I guess it's not a spell. That's because, like I said, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't cast circles. Because I, you know, it's kind of like the Holy Spirit. I'm the witch. I'm magic. Whatever I'm doing is magic, and I'm safe. Because I'm here. And I'm in charge. Scary stories. Yeah! So, don't read. I want, ah! I want to read my notes. Your notebook. I don't even have my glasses on for that reason, so that I can't read your notes upside down. <laughs> yeah. As you, like, jumped at it when I, I it I did. Down. You set it down. I'm like, reflex. It was like, ha Okay, go. Oh, oh my gosh. That scared the crap out of me. Oh, it was my foot. I know, <laughs> but, like, like, my hearing is not, like, picking up where noise were coming from. Mm -hmm. So, it sounded like it came from across the room. And then when you did it again, it sounded like it came from, like, the other side of the door. Oh. So I was about to... See, I, I, we haven't even started the scary story, <laughs> and I'm already freaking myself out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me, let me settle in and get real comfy. Swirl oh. my chair around. Okay, I'm, I'm such ready. a scaredy cat. I'm ready. I promise I won't try to scare you. I'm not going to text you at, like, 4 in the morning and try to freak you out. Yeah, don't. Because then I'll be, like, really freaked out. Because I'll be like, oh, my gosh. So-and-so showed up. I should must call the 911. Um, oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, no, I'd be, like, freak, freaking out. Anyway. So, 
we are doing the Fort of Pensacola Bay. Um, and it was actually really hard to, like, find information on this. Like, huh. I mean, I could find, like, a ton of, like, history stuff, but no, like, ghost stuff. But I knew it had to be out there because, one, they're forts, they've seen battle, and two, they're really flipping old. Yeah. So I feel like between the two, there should be, like, a lot of haunts there. So, uh, let's start with the history of everything. Um, Pensacola is called the City of Five Flags, and the reason why is because the city has had five flags flown over it over its history. History and history, yes. Yeah. So, starting in 1559, the Spanish landed and flew the Spanish flag. And that means that Pensacola was the first Euro- European settlement in the United States, uh, beating St. Augustine by six years, which was established in 1565. And that's like a whole thing that I did not know was a whole thing before I moved here. Like, there's like a whole ass rivalry about that. There's a big rivalry. <laughs> like, I was not aware of this until I moved here. And then I want to say it was like a solid five years after I moved here before I was even made aware that there was like a competition for the title. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you want to admit to that? <laughs> <laughs> we were the first ones here that fucked everything up. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, why? Ouch. <laughs> But I love how, like, this information kind of evolved. Because, like, when we were in elementary school, we found out that the first place in the United States that was, like... Uh, settled. Settled was, right. like, you know, New England area. Like, right. Georgetown. Right. Georgetown? Yeah. 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 Um, like, so that's what we found out when we were, like, kids. And that's, like, the Thanksgiving thing and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, like, you find out that, like, then, like, uh, I was probably in middle school, and it was, like, St. Augustine's is the oldest city. Yeah. And then now it's, like, Pensacola is the oldest city. Yeah. And and and, and yet people don't think that they whitewash history. Because it was Spain that was here first. But the white people would never admit to that. Yeah. England was here first, thank you very much. Once again, whitewashing. Yeah. Back to you. <laughs> Yeah, but um, what St. Augustine says now is that they are the longest established settlement. <laughs> because what happened was, <laughs> what happened was? <laughs> the Spanish came to Pensacola, <laughs> and they're like, wow, this is really awesome. And then a yellow fever outbreak happened, and a crap load of people died. Yeah. And then the fucking hurricanes came in and wiped them out. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went... A while between There was like no one living here for a minute. Yeah, there was no one living here. They were like, fuck this shit. I mean, same. Yeah. I understand their feelings there. I mean, could you imagine being here in the summer with no AC? No. And no, like, pest control? So, like, no. mosquitoes oh all the time, yellow flies, like, all the things that we have here. Snakes, gators. Yeah, gators. Snakes. Every time I get into my pool, I'm worried there's a snake in there. Every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, there's going to be a snake in here. That's why I freaked out about my weed eater not working. Oh, because you Because the grass was tall. Yeah. And there's snakes in tall grass. There I'm from is. Texas. I know shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm yep. aware. So anyway, Pensacola yeah. was here first because of the but Spanish. But then, then took a break. <laughs> then, then took a took break, yeah. Uh, then the French took over... In 1698 to 1719, the Spanish came back, 1723 through 1763. Then the British took over, 
1761 and 1763 to 1881 and on and on and on. I was going to keep on talking about it. Um, so, but basically it's been the Spanish is one flag. The French is the second, the British is the third, and then uh, the Confederate flag was flown during the Civil War, and then the American flag. So those are the five flags that fly over Pensacola. See, you know what's real cool, though? What? In Texas, we got six because we had our own flag. (laughs) Because we was our own country for a minute. Yeah. So we're just better than everyone else. I I wonder how many flags Texas has. Six, because it's six flags over Texas. Don't worry, I took Texas history twice. But there's a Six Flags in Atlanta. Yeah, but it's from Texas. Oh, it, oh is yeah, it from it's Texas? Six Flags. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Now you're educating me. Maybe Atlanta has Six Flags, too. Maybe they only go to places that have Six Flags. <laughs> and that's why Florida flags don't get one. Flags. Florida, y'all only got five. Sorry. Yeah. We go only places that have six. Good day. That would be funny. That, that would be interesting. We should Google that. Continue with your story. Okay. So, uh, there's three forts, they put four, but there's three built forts that were built to protect Pensacola. Um, and it is Fort Baracus, Fort Pickens, and Fort McKay. And basically they had them kind of triagulated, if that's the word. Um, so there's one, uh, Fort McRae. Uh, is on Johnson Beach, which is Perdido now. Key? Yeah. I was like, per- I wanted to say Perdido Bay, and I was like, that is so not right. So yeah, Johnson Beach, and then Fort Pickens is on Pensacola Beach, and then Fort Baracus is on uh, NAS um, Navy Base. And so these forts were built by slave labor between 1839 and 1844. So... And I feel like I'm just rambling here. Like, I hate when I get to, like, in the, into this history because as I'm writing notes, I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is really important. And then, like, I start talking and I'm high and I'm like, these are a lot of words to be saying. <laughs> like. That's bored. Yeah. But also she was up most of the night attacking my feet. So she's probably just tired. She's out. She don't care. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. Kitty cat don't give a fuck. <laughs> kitty cat don't care. Kitty, look at that kitty cat. Getting that snake. Have you seen the one with the lizards? No. Where the, the lizard runs from snakes? No. And like he gets up to the top of the hill and he's like, yeah, we up here now. <laughs> Snoop Dogg does yeah. that? Oh my god. Yeah. That's, there's the one with the lizards. Yeah. Snoop Dogg does that one. He does not do the other one, the Honey Badger one. That's the one we started quoting. And then we evolved into the Snoop Dogg one. Mm-hmm. Any hoozle. Sorry. No, like, I thought there was only one film with Snoop Dogg doing the documentary. No. Need, that needs to be a fucking show. I know. Snoop Dogg's the greatest. Oh, my gosh. He's Snoop hilarious. Dogg. He's really funny. And he does even- Run! Run! <laughs> <laughs> Those snakes is. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, man, those snakes is ganging up on him. <laughs> He's, he was mad at the snakes. He's like, man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Back to the forts. Back to the forts. So, 
I'm going to start with Fort Baracus. Okay. That I'm always nervous when I say that word because my husband is constantly being like, you're saying it wrong. Because I think I was saying like Baracus or something like that. And he's like, no. So hopefully it is Baracus. (laughs) And I'm not saying it because I will continue to say it throughout this whole podcast. Nobody cares. I'm just going to do it. Um, so Fort Baracus is my favorite out of the three. Mm-hmm. That's the one out here on the beach? That No, that's the one on the base. Okay. Okay. Um, so like if you have time only to go to one fort while in Pensacola, I would suggest this. And it's just because it's more cleaner. It's yeah. more put together than all the other ones. And so, like I said, Fort Baracus is located on the Navy Air Station, Pensacola, and its main job was to protect, uh, was to provide defense for the Pensacola Navy Yard. Uh, Fort Baracus has multiple structures on the property. So there's uh, Fort Baracus, and then there's a Spanish water battery that is at the bottom of Fort Baracus. And then um, there's the advanced read- redoubt that protected from land attacks. So, mm-hmm. like, the... The fort and the water battery protected the Navy Yard from the bay. And then the other one, the advance redoubt, that's how it's spelled. I'm really confused about that. Protected from land attacks so mm-hmm. that the whole Navy Yard was protected. Um, so Fort Baracus, actually all three of the forts, uh, saw a lot of action mm-hmm. because obviously we have a long history. Yeah. Um, so... In 1707, it was besieged by Native Americans. Uh, 1719, French fort forces captured Pensacola. Uh, 1763, the British defeated the French in the Seven Years' War. Um, in 1818, the Spanish exchanged cannon fire. I'm going to just keep on doing this. It's gone through the Civil War, World War One, World War Two. So saw action in all of them. Actually, uh, World War One and World War, World War Two, we it didn't see any action. Yeah, like we, we were shipping people out. Yeah, um, like the forts got updated, or at least just in case Fort yeah. Pickens. Yeah, that and, makes sense. But sorry, <laughs> um, but they didn't actually see any action, probably because it's the Gulf; it's not the ocean. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, other than Pearl Harbor, did did we see a whole lot of action stateside? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was more like fear that it would happen. Right. We could be totally wrong on this. I have no I, idea. I'm not, I'm not aware of any major I, battles over here. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I don't know. I'm reading a book. I'll let you know. Yeah. So, with all of the battles that they had at these forts, I figured there had to be some deaths however i couldn't find any numbers so like i could see like casualties of like all of this battle but not like with a number because it'll be like oh my gosh words it's hitting it's hitting now (laughs) oh i have to get through this you need a Okay, we're back. Woohoo! Yummy snacks. Yes. 
Um, so, before we took our elevator break, moment, snack, break, uh, I said that Fort Baracus was in World War was used during World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that did because they didn't get the upgrades that Fort Pickens got. Okay. So I'm I'm pretty sure I was wrong about that. But anyway, we're talking about Fort Baracus, Pensacola, oldest book city. Um, lots of battles. A lot of people died, but like. We don't have count account of any of the deaths. We don't know numbers, but there is um, some evidence of like people who have died because um, in July eighteen ninety five, Fort Baracus was used as like a quarantine station okay. during a yellow fever outbreak, oh. and so all the soldiers that were infected by yellow fever went to Fort Baracus, and then everyone else was sent to Fort Pickens. And then at this time, 30 people died, um, and that included a Captain Hale. So, he's going to be important later. Okay. You can't get on the computer, but... So, uh, Fort Baracus, or really any of these forts, aren't really known for hauntings. And like I said, I did like a lot of research for quite a bit of time just to get this information... And the reason why I believe that it's not really talked about much is because most of the hauntings are residual hauntings. Right. So they're not an intelligent entity. Right. I got so, you. So it's not as exciting. It's not a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not as exciting as like a poltergeist or yeah. like an intelligible, you know, yeah. spirit. It's not going to say, you can't say like, turn that light on if you're here. Exactly. You get no reaction. That's not exciting then. So, but I was able to find some haunting information. Um, a lot of the information I was getting is from Haunted Pensacola, a, a book called Haunted Pensacola by Alan Brown. Um, so, for Fort Baracus, um, you'll see uh, there's a lot of shadowy figures standing in uh, the West Corridor. An apparition resembling a soldier aiming his rifle through one of the holes in the wall. Um, There's also a sighting of a Confederate soldier. And so I was getting all this information. And actually, I have a picture that I wanted to show you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I will, of course, put this on Instagram. But I get to see it now. Ha ha. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. It's on my computer. Oh. This is my birthday. So this is a picture of someone took of, like, their aunt. And they posted this on a, like, panhandle ghost. Okay, hold on. Let me see this. I'm blind. Oh, shit. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big old note for me. So it's a lady standing in one of the archways, and, like, three archways back, um, there's, like, a shadowy figure. Um, and it's kind of creepy. And the person who took the uh, photograph was like, there was no one there. There was no... There was no... Um, 
There was nobody there. The light was bright. There was there should be no shadow behind her. Mm-hmm. That's in the shape of a person. So that's one of the evidence of the hauntings that are there. Um, and so I decided to go on a little field trip. Yay. And um, I went to go check out all, um, Fort Pickens and Fort Baracus. I went to. Um, and I was like kind of doing like some like voice recordings. I took some pictures. There really wasn't much there. Of course, it was daytime. And we all know that ghosts are nocturnal. <laughs> um, <laughs> them and vampires. Yeah. So I went down to. You walk into the fort, mm-hmm. and then there's a hallway, and then you go downstairs, and then you go through through a tunnel, and then you go back up, and then, like, it's kind of like a white corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Counterscrape Gallery, okay. is its official term. And so they have, like, this room that it's pitch dark, and it has um, kind of, like, it looks like a jail. Okay. So, I went over there because it was the darkest area I could find in the whole place. And I was like, okay, let me check out. And so, I did a little video around it. I didn't catch anything. I took some pictures. Didn't get anything. And I did a voice recording. Didn't get anything. And I was like, eh, okay, this is a little bit of a flop. And so, then I started walking uh, towards the exit. And I see a fucking shadow. And it looks like it was running towards me. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I was like, it, and it didn't scare me. I was just like, oh, what is that? And so I, like, go down the corridor, and I'm, like, looking out the windows, and I'm like, could it be something that, you know, would walk by the windows? And I'm kind of leaning towards maybe it was a bird. Uh, because the windows are kind of high up, mm-hmm. and they're very slender. And it was, you know, it could have been something flying across those windows, that was blocking the sun. So hmm. I was like, okay, maybe it's that. I'm kind of thinking no, because of the way it was kind of on, just the way the shadow was. Yeah. But that was pretty much all I got that whole time. So I asked the park ranger there, I said, you know, have you had any spooky experiences here? And and I even told him, I was like, I see that like you close the park at like 4.30 so during the day, so I wouldn't be surprised if you did. Um, and he's like, no, I haven't really seen any, like, ghosts or spirits or anything. He's like, though, I mean, if you want creepy, we have bats. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, those bats scare me more than ghosts. Aw. Bats so, are cute. They're and they s- help with the bug. They're so flippin' cute. I need to hang my bat house up. So. You had that for, like, two I months. I know, so. I know. I need to hang it up on a tree. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, he just says bats are really bad. Um, and so sometimes he, like, looks doesn't look forward to, like, opening some of the areas because, you know, crazy yeah. bats. Yeah. That I don't blame him. So that's um, the only experience the, the park ranger had. So let's go to Fort Pickens now. Uh, Fort Pickens is located on Pensacola Beach. And uh, Fort Pickens has, like, a lot of different structures. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because as through World War One and World War Two. Fort Pickens was involved in that one. Yeah. Or was ready to fight in those. Um, She's being a little ridiculous now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You might have to go into another one. 
But it's because we woke her up from her nap, so now she's like, I'm going to get rally. I know. And R- like, Riley? Riley? Rowdy. Rowdy. Go over there. No. She's like, what, your foot? No. <laughs> she's so ferocious, girl. She's so ferocious. Oh, my goodness. Cute, cute. All right, continue. Okay. I'll hold her. Okay. I guess. Um, so, like I said, there's m- multiple structures on the property because they kept on upgrading. Right. So there's the main fort, and then there's a lot of batteries. Um, that I really felt weird saying that because when I think batteries, I think about like little things that you put in. Yeah. But batteries is a military thing. They shoot guns from it and stuff like that. Um, my super technical yeah. army verbiage. <laughs> um, so basically, they just got built to um, keep up with the military technology because obviously you can't just in be- case. Just in case, because, you know, obviously you can't, I mean, I guess you could sink a submarine with a cannon, if you were lucky. (laughs) I mean, you could sink a submarine with five billionaires. (laughs) Oh, Gina! (laughs) (laughs) You could sink a submarine with a PlayStation 3 controller. (laughs) Anyway, continuing on. Uh, Fort Pickens... Fort Pickens was uh, completed in 1834 and was the largest brick structure on the Gulf of Mexico at the time. Nice. And then during the Civil War, Lieutenant Adam J. Slimmer uh, moved his Union troops from Fort Baracus to Fort Pickens because he felt like Fort Pickens was easier to defend. That seems fair. Yeah, so, like, I think it was only, like, 50 of them. Yeah. Um, And so... Um, during this time, Fort Pickens was the only fort the Union controlled. Fort Baracus and Fort McRae, which is also spelled Fort McCree. Super weird. I've seen, mm-hmm. like, so when I went to the museum to, like, you know, research all this stuff, uh-huh. there was one plaque and it was spelled Fort McCree. So it was like M, wait, M R, yeah, M C R E E. Huh. And then, like, I went across the room, and then it was spelled M-C-R-A-E. Yeah. And so I went home, and I was like, babe, is it Fort McCray or Fort McCree? And he was like, Fort McCree? <laughs> he was like, I've only heard Fort McCray. Oh, so you found a typo at the museum. No, but it's everywhere. Like, I've seen multiple sources that call it Fort McCree. Hmm. Interesting. So, I have no idea why everyone can't get on the same page. I mean, I wonder that often about a lot of things. True, true. <laughs> I guess there's no surprise here. Bet wants to read some. Yeah. Bet's like paper? I will read it. Um, so those two forts uh, was controlled by the Confederates. And with the help of two Union ships that were in Pensacola Bay, uh, Fort Pickens fires. Oh, fires on. Okay. I just saw fires, and I was like, they fires? What? <laughs> anyway, Fort Pickens attacks Fort Baracus and Fort McRae. <laughs> and uh, Fort McRae was almost destroyed, and any buildings nor- near Fort Baracus uh, were burned. Um, so during the Indian Wars, uh, Geronimo, along with several of his warriors, was sent to Fort Pickens as um, prisoners. And then uh, the Apache men worked seven-hour days clearing overgrown weeds. She's trying to help. 
<laughs> She's not helping. She's helping distract me. Quit. You being bad. <laughs> She's like, I am going to attack everything. She just really wants to read with you. Yeah. She wants to eat the paper. Yeah. And um, so the Apache men worked uh, seven hour days clearing o- overgrown weeds, planting grass, and stacking cannibals. So basically, um, Geronimo and his warriors. <laughs> Um, built shit and and we're actually the backbone yeah basically once again slaves are the backbone of America yeah pretty much or prisoners yeah um so for like I like I've said multiple times because I'm high uh Fort Pickens <laughs> was upgraded for World War One and World War Two. however I believe um that it never saw any action during these wars yeah right I've said that this is what happens when I go off my notes then I'm just like, ooh, no, I'm getting way too messy. I need to get back to my notes. And then, like, I'm like, wait, I've already said that. It, but I'm going by my notes again. So I'm a hot mess. Let's just say that. We're having a good time. Okay, so same as Fort Baracus. I wasn't able to find any casualties uh, that happened during all the battles that they went through. Um, however, there was an explosion on June 20th, 1899. And during the early mornings, uh, during the early morning, soldiers, you are the most noisiest cat ever. Oh, no. She's being banned from the room. Go find your mama. Her mama's locked outside. She can go play with that puppy. Uh, okay. So. Sorry. It's fine. However, there was an explosion on June 20th, 1899. During the early morning, soldiers discovered a fire, and then the fire moved closer to a powder magazine holding 8,000 pounds of explosives. Um, they were able, unable to control the fire, and so um, they withdrew okay, before good. the magazines exploded. Uh, however, a private Earl F. Willis... Uh, died, died during this explosion. So, why? Why did... I guess he was too close. Nobody got Earl out? I guess no one got Earl out. <laughs> That's fucked up. I don't know. They maybe. saw it. They knew it was going to happen, but nobody let Earl know. Well, I mean, it was a really fucking big explosion, so it could be something landed on him or something. Because Oh, that's true. The explosion was so big that... Fort Baracus was having pieces of the fort oh my gosh. over the bay <laughs> to their area. So, I mean, it was a pretty big that's, explosion. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's so, big. so I guess someone was standing in the wrong place at the wrong time and died. Poor Earl. Pearl or, poor Earl. I said purr. We're from Sam. We're from Dan Sam. Oh my gosh, I thought there was a cat right there. <laughs> there's no cats. No, there's no cat. No. I'm, I'm... Okay, so let's get to the hauntings. So, in some of the tunnels, people have heard get out. Ooh. Um, and I believe it's like the tunnels you go in, and it's like 
you have to bend over to go in there and it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. It's super scary. Um, I almost had a panic attack walking through one. I'm going to take you in there and do a spirit box. No, no, no. I'm going to be the shame to your Ryan. Yeah. Except I believe in the ghosts. I'm just not scared of them. Yeah. (laughs) No. I believe they're there, but I'm also a little bit like, fuck around, find out. You ain't even got no arms. (laughs) It's not only that, but it's also kind of claustrophobic because, like, your arms have to be close to your, and you have, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's partially, I I told myself that's why I was having a panic attack. It wasn't spirit. Uh, uh, paranormal thing. Yeah. It was like legit, like my brain was like, it's going to cave in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I forced myself to do it and I went in and I came back out and I was like, okay, cool. I did it. But like, you can't even like, you have to go all the way down to the hall mm-hmm. to turn around. So like, even if you went like halfway through and something spooks you, you'll like literally have to like reverse it out there. Oh. <laughs> uh, Go. So yeah, um, so I think that's where that happened, where someone heard get out of here, um, and then people say that Geronimo's spirit is still there. Um, I, I believe they hear like chanting still, and good for him. Yeah, um, fuck with him. <laughs> and, and then, like I said earlier, uh, there's a lot of residual haunts. So there, mm-hmm. so people have heard coughs when there was no one there. Uh, footsteps around the cannons where mm-hmm. people were, you know, doing their, what's the word? Their rotation. Right. You know, their. Their turn, their watch. Their, their watch. Post. Yeah. Thank you. It okay. took me a second to get there too. I was like, Ooh. I know the word, but I don't know the word. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, I tried to like walk around like every inch of these forts mm-hmm. and uh, Fort Pickens is, like, overgrown a lot to the point that, like, I ended up with, like, a baby cactus on my foot. Ooh. It was so bad. Like, and then, like, I had so many bug bites on me. I am not a nature person. It was not a pleasant thing. <laughs> it was super hot. But anyway, I went. Yeah. And I had an experience here, too. Yeah. It was, oh? it was weird. Um... So, basically, if you're doing on your phone, they're a little walking tour. Uh-huh. It's Stop 11. It's a battery Pensacola tunnel. And, basically, it's a, a pretty big tunnel that they used to, I think, at the back of it, they kept explosives or, you know, uh, weaponry or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so... Batteries. Batteries. <laughs> yep, they're batteries. <laughs> um Seriously, that's, like, one of the words that I'm just, like, is this right? Yeah, it is. It's weird. Because they call it, like, battery. Like, um, like battle accessories. Yeah. Battery. But there's multiple, so it's right. batteries right. instead of battery. But it's not, it's not, like, assault and battery or, like, remote control batteries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, like, different words. Same words. It's all the same word. This is why people can't learn English. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Um... But anyway, there's no light at the end, so I had my flashlight, and I was walking in, and as I was walking, I saw a shadow on, so my shadow was in front of me, uh-huh. coming from the light at the end of the tunnel, right? literally, <laughs> um, and then as I was walking down there, there was a shadow on the wall next to me, but there was no source for that shadow to be there, and I was like, and so like, obviously, I turned around and was like, what the heck, and there was nothing there. 
And I walked out of the tunnel to see if anyone was, like, out in that area. There was nothing there. So, yeah, I guess there was a shadow. Ooh! But you're getting spooks on spooks. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, none of this stuff, like, really scared me like I thought it would. Because, like, I literally just turned around and it wasn't there. And I was like, okay, cool. Of course, you know, if something was, like, really scary, there's people around. If something shouted on you, at you, you would be terrified. Yeah. But, yeah, a shadow is not scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, it was cool experience. I wasn't able to talk to the, um, park ranger there because they were in the gift shop and they were really busy and it was someone was closing time. So I wasn't able to ask them if they had any experiences or anything like that. So that's my experience there. So the third fort that protected Pensacola Bay was Fort McRae. Uh-huh. Or McCree. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Um, and sadly, during the Civil War, it was pretty much destroyed. And what was left of it was, like, left to the elements. So, obviously, it's at a peninsula mm-hmm. of, you know, Johnson Beach or Pinedo Key. Right. Um, and so, obviously, every hurricane that went through, any bad storm, mm-hmm. any, like, you know... Whatever rubble was left over during the Civil War kind of destroyed it even more. Um, they, they even have a picture, and it's literally like a tower of bricks. Yeah. And that's what was left of it. And I read somewhere that there used to be an arch that used to be left of it, but, like, yet again, elements got knocked down. Got knocked down. Um, and I even asked the park ranger if, like, if there was even anything over there, like, is there a foundation? Is there bricks? And he's like, there, there could be (laughs) something out there, but the only way to get there is by boat. So I hope that one day I'll be able to hitch a ride onto the boat and investigate that location. Yeah, we should do that. Do you have a boat? Hmm. That can go across the bay. No, but I'm single. Okay. I can maybe get us a boat. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, because, like, I would want to go at night because that's when the spooks are out. That would be super fun. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be hilarious if I asked some random dude, hey, could you take me and my friend out on a boat at night? Yeah, we should not do that. But also, we're just there to go look at ghosts, not to, like, sleep with you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like that that would really weed out the bad ones, though. Maybe. That's, That's how you ask someone out on a first date right there. Hey, will you come and investigate ghosts with me? And if they say no, they're not for you. Yeah, but if they say yes, they could be a psychopath. And be like, this is my opportunity. I brought it up. I'm the psychopath in this situation. Unless he, you just fell into his lap and he's like, you know, I think this is a sign that I should be a psychopath. <laughs> well, you would be there. We could take someone. I don't know. And then we'd have a boat. I listen <laughs> to a lot of true crime. I'm not so sure. The two of us together with a gun. Oh, oh, we have a gun on this boat ride? Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining us having some sort maybe a stun gun. Because, I mean, you stun gun someone and push them overboard, and boom, you got a boat. Right. Okay. I okay, mean, I like this plan. So we're going to go see Fort McRae. Yeah, or what's left. We may or may not commit theft. Uh, maybe. <laughs> we haven't decided yet. We're, we're going to see if we can get a boat legitimately. But if not, theft is an option. Okay. It's not really theft. I think I might he, be able just to find... We'll just say he quote-unquote attacked us. Okay. And there'll be two witnesses, so... Yeah. 
He'll I, still get off with a slap you, on the wrist because he's a man. You you do realize that um, I'm really bad at lying. Yeah, I'm actually pretty terrible at it too. So, so I think that's a big I think wrench. this is a lot of stuff that we're not going to be able to actually do, but we could probably find a boat. Yeah, we could probably find a boat. Um, so, so people did die at Fort McRae. I have numbers here. Um, so six lives were lost uh, when a power magazine collapsed. And so even though, like, there's not an actual fort left there, I feel like there would probably be still spirits there just hanging around. Like, you know, doing patrol. That's the word I wanted to yes, say. Yes, patrol. Not That's watch. It. Patrol. As soon as you said it, it was like, yes. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I would love to go out there and see what may or may not be out there. And plus, I'm just really fucking curious. Like, is it a brick? Like, even if it's, like, one brick, I'd be super excited and ecstatic. Um, so, anything else that we need to add before we end this little podcast now that we're going, like, way in? Because... No, but I just Googled Fort McRae because I wanted to see where exactly it was at. And it, when you Google it, it corrects it to McCree. Oh. Weird. Interesting. Very interesting. But, like, I was even noticing in my notes I spelled it two different ways, probably depending on what source I got it from. Because it makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's pronounced McCray, mm-hmm. and so that's why they say McCray instead of McCree. Oh, I bet that's what it is. It's pronounced McCray, but it's called McCree. Maybe. That sounds right. Maybe. That's dumb. I shouldn't really talk. My name is spelled wrong, too. Yeah. Dana. <laughs> Well, I was like, the one who was trying to say Broncus. <laughs> Fort Broncus. I, thought it, I don't even know what any of these things are called. See, okay, that's... It's not Texas, so you don't care? Right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. I know I know my local weird words back home. I don't need to know your local weird words here. I don't care. But you're not in Texas I can anymore. say Manchac. Manchac. And I can say Nacogdoches. So. Okay. That's all I need to know. Okay. We'll go with that. So, thanks again for joining us. Are we singing it now? Can I, we sing it? I guess. Okay. We, you can catch us every Monday where <laughs> we will continue to talk about true crime, paranormal, metaphysical, new age shit In while getting high. <laughs> um, we also have an Instagram, the Spooky Stoners Podcast. That's stoners with three Zs. Please go on Instagram. We have no friends because we're losers. I know, I keep checking it, and I'm like, oh my god, two people follow us. It's me and Lindsay. Yeah, it's just us. Um, and if you'd like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, story, um, or if there's a subject that you'd like for us to cover, you can email us at thespookystonerspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's stoners with three Zs. So we will see y'all next Monday, and in the meantime, keep smoking spooky stoners. Mm-hmm. What? Thank you.